0: Thank you. Uh, thanks. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just sit here.
1: So, I see that you've, uh, come in today where we're, uh... Yeah. ...going to talk about some of your problems you've been having with... It says here, uh, cravings? <laughs> uh uh-huh. You've been yeah. having a cravings addiction.
0: Yeah, I... I don't know that I call it an addiction. You know, it's complicated. It's... It's <laughs> like cravings, and I think it's, you know... You th- do you think about cravings on a daily basis? Oh, um... Yeah, you could say that. How does that make you feel? Oh, it kind of makes me want to like, kind of makes me want to record a podcast or something about them.
1: Do you want to share our cravings?
0: I think that would be very
1: good. I am your therapist today. <laughs> I am Dr. Ross. Certified <laughs> therapist. Uh, and you are my therapy. Therapy? Therapy? <laughs> no. therapized. Therapized. You are my therapized.
0: Hi, I'm Brianna. Uh, No, no last names, please.
1: (laughs) Well, Brianna, no last names, please.
0: (laughs) Is that two names or one name? It's all one name. It's all one name. (laughs) That's how you have to refer to me from now on. (laughs) We'll miss no last names, please. (laughs) Please. No, it's a mononym. (laughs)
1: Uh, (laughs) what what is one of these cravings i would like to hear more about them
0: so it's kind of complicated to talk about this one because i'm craving craving something i want to crave (laughs) something i want to crave writing i like (laughs) so so you're not craving
1: craving you're craving writing
0: I'm craving, oh. cra- wanting to, I want to crave Are writing. struggling
1: with writer's block?
0: It's difficult because it's not writer's block in that I it's don't like want to write. It's like It's like, yeah, I have lots of ideas <laughs> of what's fun to write. Mm. And sometimes I get down to writing and I'm like, oh yeah, this is fun. But a lot of the time I'm like, I don't even think about it. I don't crave it. I don't need it in the way that I want to need it, you know? Because if I don't need it, then I don't do it. Because there's a lot of other things for me to be doing that are more important. And therefore, Mm. I get no writing done. I want to want to write.
1: So is this about the lack of serotonin produced when you write? Or is this like giving yourself time and like finding the time to sit down and just write?
0: A little bit of both. The thing that it is, is you have to be in a certain zone. The writing zone. I'm familiar with the writing zone. the writing zone. I I frequent it very often. (laughs) Yeah, it's easier to write if you're in the writing zone. We've
1: all gone to the subliminal space that is the writing zone. Yeah, we've all gone there. Where ideas live.
0: Yeah, and I'm having a little bit of trouble getting into the writing zone. Well, how (laughs) how are we going to get into the writing zone? I don't know. Do we break in? Is that how the writing zone works? Claire, I think you know a little bit more about the writing zone than I do, oh, okay. clearly. Can you tell me, how do we get into the writing zone?
1: That's a little tricky, because I actually, I I locked my door. I threw away the key, actually, what? just last weekend. Why? My- well, I was like, you know what? I think I'm done writing in my life. I'm...
0: Oh, so you just <laughs> had decided, mm, I don't think I'm ever going to write again for the rest of my life.
1: Yeah. I thought, you know, maybe I'll I'll just speak, and then, you know, I'll just remember everything I say from that mm-hmm. point forward. I just thought, you know, I don't need my writing zone key anymore, so I mm-hmm. returned it to the library. But that's the thing, is once you check the key out of the library, it's one checkout per lifetime. Oh. So I think I'm done. I think I can't write anymore.
0: Huh. Well, I'm glad I haven't checked my key back in. That would be bad. Now, hypothetically, if one had checked their key back in... <laughs> But still wanted to write because he didn't realize it was a once a lifetime thing. How would one get into the writing zone in that case?
1: Does crossing out every second word in a book in order to create your own sort of story count as writing?
0: I would say yes. Well then, that's maybe, called blackout poetry. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So maybe we can create like a side door, right? We take um, uh, we take a book that we like and love and cherish very closely. It's a very important ingredient, uh-huh. and we destroy it by like creating our own story. Because then it's not really, it's not really. I'm not like writing. I'm like I'm subwriting, which is a, is a definitely a real word.
0: Okay, so we have to take a book that we really cherish. And appreciate, but still want to destroy. Harry Potter. <laughs> uh... I don't cherish it i TV, did I at don't one time either but yeah at one time in my life i definitely cherished harry potter we can't half ask this right like what if the door is
1: only like a foot tall we're never gonna get in there harry potter's time has come harry potter's been buried in the ground for years now claire He's we just zombie. have to go
0: back in time what to if- when we cared about <laughs> harry potter steal the book from the version of me that cared about harry potter which would actually be great because then i probably wouldn't have given a shit about harry potter much later than i wish i had stopped caring but
1: this would create a time continuum rift because now you wouldn't care about harry potter
0: but the book (laughs) so do we have
1: to talk about are we in the the fiction of where where time travel creates new timelines or affects the current timeline
0: what's the correct time is this is this back to the future (laughs) or is this end game i think the
1: answer is irrelevant because what if we make zombie harry potter because he's already in the ground, and now we can just revive him.
0: The problem is we need to care about the book. What if it's
1: our book? What we... if we're making it good? What if we're stealing the IP, and now it's our IP? Okay, so okay, so... so we have to write first in order to enter
0: the writing, <laughs> so I do see
1: the problem with I this.
0: was going to say, I do see a slight issue, which is... <gasps>
1: In order- fan fiction there has to be a zombie fan fiction
0: could fan fiction simply provide us a back door into the writing zone i think so right it's l-
1: sort of like the 4chan of the writing zone
0: i no no <laughs> no i no it is n- well yeah sure fan fiction be racist but i don't think it's that racist <laughs> uh, yeah it can't yeah so maybe, maybe... When taken as a whole, <laughs> it's not as bad as Fortune taken as a whole. I just want to put that out there.
1: Maybe we don't have to go into the writing zone the conventional way. Maybe there is something that we're missing. Hmm. Maybe we bring the writing zone to us. Oh. Maybe we make the writing zone come into the real world.
0: Oh. What if we
1: fill the real world with writing inspiration? Mm. And we populate this world with ideas. Okay. How do we get a big enough knife to do this? <laughs> the,
0: like a time knife? Like the No, time like knife? a writing knife. Like a
1: pencil. Are... It's just a
0: pencil. It's what just your... a big ass pencil. Oh, so it's the SpongeBob episode <laughs> yes! where we create DoodleBob. Thank you. We got there. me <laughs> noy. In order to infiltrate the writing zone, we simply noy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> This makes a lot of sense. It doesn't, but it's true. <laughs> How did that come? How- what happened? Did he just so have like a the pencil, pencil dropped that mage- from- some Someone was in a boat. Oh, they dropped a pencil
1: and then it, and it gained magic magical powers. <laughs> so we just have to submerge a pencil into water?
0: Yeah, that-, that makes sense to me.
1: So this is the aqua pencil. Yes. It writes underwater. But can't that- it write. Is that the gateway into the writing zone is underwater? Yeah, I mean, it's got to
0: have a moat around it, right? A a moat? Yeah, the writing zone has a moat around it. (laughs) Like filled with words? And fill with water. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's how we're gonna get there. I thought it was you just gonna be like it. a
1: moat of very difficult to pronounce words. Oh no, I can't cross. I'm gonna have to say agrogeous five times fast, <laughs> and
0: I'm like, I can't do that. It'll just—it's a lot of them will be medication names. Try saying oh, no. Try saying methylphenidate times f- five times fast. Times five fast. Times five fast at times five speed. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe you have to like complete a game, right? So, like, have you seen the like? Oh. Is it a is it a Pokemon name or is it a medication name? <laughs> and it's like it's like the Sphinx guards the writing zone. What is the writing zone Sphinx riddle?
0: One of us always writes, and the other never writes. <laughs> Who am think? I? <laughs> <laughs> the secret is. It's not a secret. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. What does
1: the writing Sphinx look like? Or do um, they have glasses?
0: Yeah, it's like a sphinx but a librarian.
1: Are they still a cat? Yeah. Are they still a human cat? Yeah. So they like just have a bow tie and glasses, and they should go shh. And like their you... head,
0: their hair is up in a it's up in a bun. Oh my god, That's very <laughs> cute. So we just have to go up to the sphinx, find out which one writes and which one never writes. <laughs> so wait, are there two sphinxes? Yeah.
1: S- Sphinxite. What's the plural? Of sphinx. Sphinx. So the sphinx eye are, uh... <laughs> I think it's just sphinx Sphincter?
0: Yeah, it's sphincter. sphincter. <laughs> That's it. That's the plural of sphinx is sphincter. <laughs> so the sphincter are... Look, it
1: makes sense because one of them holds back information and the other one does other things in a similar vein of holding back.
0: They both hold back information. That's the whole thing. So, what's the question that we're going to ask the sphincter to find (laughs) out which one lies, which one tells the truth, and therefore get into the writing zone?
1: Are we answering the riddle, or are we asking them a question? Are we just trying to one-up them? (laughs) Is that what the writing zone is about? It's just one-upping each other, so you just have to ask them better questions. Yes! It's
0: not absolutely (laughs) that! Have you? That's the history of writing, is... Yeah, this is all right, but I bet I could do it better. <laughs> That's so, the history of writing. If you answer the question they ask, they eat you. That's not what you're supposed to do. <laughs> you're you're supposed, supposed to ask a them better questions. question. Yeah. So the question that they ask is, what is the core of writing? And we, of course, say in response,
1: Why does anyone want to know about the core of the writing? What does it mean to be the core of the writing?
0: <laughs> and then their heads blow up and we're in the writing zone. <laughs>
1: This is quite the roundabout way, and we can just, like, come back out, right? Like, are you just, we're just gonna go in, and you're gonna, like, write, you're just gonna, like, just enter write 10 the, books. ten books in, like, the span of,
0: does time work the same way? No. Cool. I so- don't know how it works, but it certainly doesn't work the same way. When you're in that writing zone, oh, man, time just, like, flies by, so it may actually end up taking longer <laughs> than usual, but you don't need to eat, sleep, or drink.
1: Oh, my God. But only when you're in the writing zone. And you're still dehydrated at the end of it. You just don't have to do it.
0: Yeah, you, you still feel pretty <laughs> fucking bad. But but you sure are in the writing zone. We Come did on. it. Now I can write. Thanks, Claire.
1: <laughs> I look forward to reading all these books you're going to write now.
0: Yeah, thanks. So do I. <laughs> now I know this section is about me, but... What are you craving?
1: I know the therapist isn't normally supposed to um, answer this, so <laughs>
0: they're forbidden, <laughs>
1: <laughs> the forbidden, <laughs> the forbidden knowledge.
0: We did touch on this a bit last time. It's fine. No one listens to these episodes in order. <laughs> okay, it's a strong assumption. It's a very strong assumption that is false. <laughs> I've
1: been rereading Heroes of Olympus. Yeah. Um, the- I've been craving getting back into the Rick Royerden, uh, sort of series and yeah. rereading Percy Jackson again. But Royerden has, uh. Um, Riordan. Riordan? How do you say his name? Riordan. Riordan? You gotta reorder the din. reorder the din. Re-re-re- I've always called him Riordan. Or Royerden.
0: This feels like an obscure Fire Emblem character. <laughs> this, is, this, is, <laughs> this is my main character, Hi, We gonna... got Byleth, we got Edelgard, and we got Royalden. I'm
1: pretty sure it's I Edelgard. I have no
0: idea which it is. I like Edelgard, Why would I know though? anything about Fire Emblem? I've never played a single <laughs> goddamn game. Fair. It's pretty um, it's Edelgard. So Edel- like- Edelgard. What? Edelgard. <laughs> Edelgard? This, <laughs>
1: this is my Finnish Fire Emblem game. <laughs> I am... Finnish ed- I am... Mean, fear emblem. I am Edelgird. I want to start a massive war against the other nations. This is how Swedish people talk. It's always with an up and down inflection.
0: <laughs> should, you should... You should finish saying your crazy. <laughs> <laughs> this voice forever.
1: <laughs> I'm just going to say Royerden because I've called him Royerden for my entire life. I'm I will now. continue saying Riordan. I'm going to call him Rick. You know, hey, Rick, my buddy Rick. Uh, hey, so-, so
0: Rick, so Rick made these books, right? <laughs> There's certainly something.
1: So I really enjoyed reading these books as a kid. We previously talked about this, but the original series was about the Greek gods. The, the next series was about, in the same universe, the Roman gods. Mm-hmm. And then I believe there was the Egyptian
0: gods. Well, the Egyptian gods, he wrote that series between the Greek and the Roman ones. I've read that, that, that trilogy. Really? I liked it a lot when I read it. I don't know how good it. Yeah, you know, with the knowledge of like. I mean, with time and like, this is why I
1: want to revisit it. I want to see if it stands up because yeah. R- Rick has often been praised as someone who like grew as a writer over the course of the book series with diversity in yeah. his writing. The beginning of the Percy Jackson series was sort of your cliche hero story, yeah. hero story story, and then uh, we get cool characters like Thalia and R- Rico, Nico, Nico, Nico. Mm. This is why I need to reread the books because I'm forgetting all these neat characters. Yeah, but my craving is more of these modern day interpretations of mythological figures, and oh. so I want to I want to ask, what mythological figures would you want in modern day? What is the story? Um. Oh,
0: okay. Okay. Let's. Okay. It can just be one mythological figure. Let's. Oh, okay. <laughs> Are you uh, good? There's a lot to choose from here. (laughs) And I feel like I know my answer, but first I do want to shout out what's your answer? My answer is Achilles and Patroclus. I don't even know who Patroclus is. Who do
1: you want to so, shout out? What
0: do you want to shout out? The thing that I wanted to shout out is a play called Jasper in Deadland, okay. which is a musical about sort of a modern interpretation of the story of Orpheus and Eurydice. I think that's how you pronounce that name. And the original musical, that's fine. But I once saw a version of it that was gay. And that was extremely good.
1: Fuck yeah. It was
0: about like someone going into the underworld to save her best friend and like slowly realizing that she was in love with this girl. uh uh-huh. It's uh, extremely good. God, knowing the ending
1: of that story, that must have been a heartbreaking No, 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 no.
0: It goes different because it's uh, like they mention in the play that like, oh yeah, Orpheus tried this once. It didn't go well for him. Good luck. Things do not play out exactly on the myth.
1: I will say in Portrait of a Lady on Fire, there is a lot of themes with this myth mm-hmm. in that movie. And it is you, you've yeah. seen this movie, right? I haven't yet. I want to see it. But yeah, no, I love this myth. It's, it's yeah, such so a good myth.
0: The other myth that I want to do is is Achilles and Patroclus. So everyone knows about Achilles' heel, right? Everyone knows about Achilles' old heel. I love his little heel. His yeah, little his heel where heel. you could hurt him.
1: Yeah, and he like um, all of his life is in his heel. He has no soul except for in his heel, and therefore when he takes a an arrow to the knee, yeah, that, it's not it's not the knee, but it's, it's the heel. But <laughs> yeah, no. What if Achilles took an arrow to the knee instead?
0: God, <laughs> the story of Achilles is Achilles is this powerful Greek fighter who's like I part he, of the cr- group. He's immortal, right? He's... not
1: immortal. He is he, a mortal.
0: He is the he's he, a demigod.
1: I thought he started out as mortal and then got dipped in the river. He got dipped
0: in by his mother, who is, I think like a godly figure she's yeah, not a that. god but she is a godly figure cool, cool, cool. and he was one of the most powerful members of the grecian army when they were assaulting yeah. troy he kind of lets power go to his head and like takes his troops away from the assault of troy until they like give him his his power back there's a whole bunch of infighting among the greeks then in a final battle they end up taking troy achilles is is killed leaving behind, this is a part of the myth that is not often told about Achilles, his partner, Patroclus, who's also a boy. Fuck yeah. Um, or no, it's Patroclus who dies first. I, so I read Song of Achilles, which is where I know this from most recently, which is an excellent book, very sad. But in that version of the story, Patroclus, like, he pretends to be Achilles, because Achilles won't do anything, and, like, <laughs> yeah. ends up getting killed. And then Achilles, like, goes on a fucking rampage, kills yeah. a bunch of people, and then ends up dying himself. It's a very sad story. What if it wasn't?
1: (laughs) What if we combine these myths and then also set it in modern day where like it's this modern war of Uh Achilles. What if Achilles dies and what was the partner's name again? Patroclus. Patroclus doesn't. What if that whole thing doesn't happen and Patroclus goes to hell to get Achilles back in modern day setting. But like the doors to hell are, and I'm probably stealing this from Percy Jackson, are like in New York york or something yeah that's extremely good i've changed my mind a little bit i don't just want modern day i want like close modern day but modern yeah. future
0: it's slight future you it's, know yeah
1: it's like 50 to 100 years of the future yeah. it's modern day the first chapter is achilles dying oh yeah achilles absolutely. dies
0: in the first chapter and I, the rest what of the what st- if we
1: don't even see him dying what if like the first chapter is the funeral
0: Oh, I like this. And, um,
1: like, it starts with anger, right? Because, uh, patrick- what is Patriculus? Patroclus. No. <laughs> so his name's Patriculus, no?
0: <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> it, it's, it's Pat- Pat or Patriculus. Yeah, uh, everyone just calls him Pat. I everyone like calls that. him Pat,
1: but his name's Patriculus. Uh, Pat- <laughs> he has an older brother ca- that calls him Trickle.
0: God! <laughs> you yeah. trickle your pants there, Patty.
1: <laughs> They're from Boston. They have to go to New York. <laughs>
0: That was New York. Was it? Yeah,
1: but it's fine. <laughs> We're very good at accents.
0: <laughs> we are. Throughout the story, as Patroclus like goes through the underworld, you get kind of flashbacks of what their life was like before. And it's like, as he's searching for Achilles, you're also hearing the story of how this war came about mm. and how Achilles like got involved in this. At least in Song of Achilles, one of the things that really gets me is like, he didn't want to be involved in this war, but he was like forced to. What if we and I, like, changed it? What if he didn't have to be
1: involved with the war, but he felt like he had to, and yeah. that was like a big falling out point, and then that's like a conflict resolution that comes up in the last part. It's like, yeah, I saved you, you asshole. You could have not done this. We could have avoided all of this.
0: And what if it's kind of unclear throughout most of the time what the war is about, but then in the end you kind of find out that like, what if this was like a revolution?
1: Absolutely. And
0: like you find out in the end that what Patroclus wanted to do was like ignore the revolutionary call oh, okay. and Achilles wanted to fight for this thing that they cared
1: about. Some of my favorite themes are like surviving in the age of war and yes. so like where is our resolution? Is it them being like you've already died for this war? Like can we just live our lives I or is it left fan... as a bigger question? Yeah,
0: I'm a huge fan of leaving things as questions. I like the idea that like the last moment of the book is like they escape what or are they gonna do now what they're
1: gonna do what if yeah. achilles is also just like i don't like i can't go back that's right? that's
0: yo know, yeah yeah in the original myth orpheus can't bear to not check on your dc and make sure she's doing okay because you have to go uh-huh. through this whole like set of like waves and stuff and it's like bad orpheus like can't bear to not look back and looks back and then they're both trapped there forever I think the the point here is that this is sick. But I do like this idea of like when they're escaping, they're having this argument as they get out. This is the final argument. I really love the idea of the shot where we
1: see both their faces because the shot is from in front of them, and yes. we don't see them exiting, but we do see light getting brighter and brighter on their face. Yeah. But the shot is just one continuous shot of yeah. both of their faces, one behind the other. You can see their expressions, but they can't see each other's expressions. Yeah. And they're just having this probably like 10 minute long monologue. That's like the last big scene before yeah. they get out. But that's it. That's
0: the yeah. that's the movie. This oh. is cool. Someone let us make movies. <laughs> <Someone>
1: <laughs> Listen. Right. Grant us millions of dollars. Someone so we just can like make let movies. us
0: make some movies because we would make some <laughs> sick movies. Uh, Salt Cravings Movie Company win.
1: <laughs> oh, so that's what I've been craving is more um, modern adaptations of mythological figures.
0: I love, I love me some modern adaptations, mythologies and stuff. I think it's a lot of like a lot of fun to be like, okay, well, what does this mean in modern times? I like a lot of like the complications of old myths of like, yeah, these people kind of suck. <laughs> You know, Percy Sometimes Jackson Sometimes your characters can suck. Percy Jackson tones down how much the characters suck. Mm. And they still suck a lot. They do. But like in Percy Jackson, it's more that they are just like terrible parents as opposed <laughs> to the actual myths, which is like they're really terrible. Bad. Oh, Zeus and Percy Jackson is a fucking saint compared to the original myths. What have you been craving? It was getting uh, back to you, you know, the the real reason we're here. Right. This is also kind of related to movies and adaptations. There is a song called In the Hall of the Mountain King. Okay. I love In the Hall of the Mountain King. Uh, I think it is absolutely my favorite piece of classical music and it's just, I love it. And I love when it is used in pieces of media.
1: This throws me back to like high school. I think there was just a year where I got really into every adaptation <laughs> of *All of the Mountain
0: King. There's a lot of really good uses of it in media. Uh, Pose uses it at the end of one of its episodes. It's used in everything from Pose to the Mabimbam Bam TV show. <laughs> and I think it is just so good. It builds the chaos until it's like full on absolutely chaotic. I crave it all the time. <laughs> I think he tweeted the other day, it's like, when you're playing one of the Jackbox games that's about, like, figuring out who the liar is, um, <laughs> that's the, the tone of every game is it just it slowly gets more and more chaotic people uh. start accusing each other and it's very good. I don't know how to solve this craving.
1: Do we have to find the Mountain King? Where is his hall? <laughs> (laughs) How do we get more halls to the Mountain King? Oh my god. Who is the, what is the Mountain King? Is it just a king on the mountain? Where is he king of? Who, what is his domain?
0: Clearly it's a chaotic mountain. Because my understanding of the Hall of the Mountain King. It's the climb. Yeah, as you get farther into the hall, it gets more and more chaotic. So how long is this hall, right? It takes, what, two and a half half minutes minutes. to walk. That's a big
1: hall. Maybe that is the... What are the things you see in the Hall of the Mountain King? As you walk down this hall, what are you seeing that is more and more chaotic?
0: It starts out where you see some, like... I think you just see some like normal things that you would expect in a hall, right? And you're kind of like, you're like, okay. Bunnies and deer. Yeah, Yeah, no,
1: I'm familiar with bunnies and deer. Right, yeah, no, okay. Yeah, I'm going to see the Mountain
0: King. It's going to be totally
1: fine. Chill.
0: And then you see a deer with three eyes, and you're like, (laughs) it's a little
1: weird. And then you see like a bunny balancing on like a ball, like a clown or a (laughs) gesture, but it's a bunny. And it's a big ball, but it's a tiny bunny. Uh huh. Um, And it's still like, it's not that chaotic, right? Because it's such a big ball. It's pretty easy. So it's like rolling back and forth pretty lazily but it's like okay all
0: right all right so we're seeing these bunnies and deer
1: so we got the bunnies and deer we got the ball bunny and the three-eyed deer what comes next fine
0: and then you see a really big animal is
1: it like bigger than a bear
0: uh it's roughly the size of a bear i would say
1: but it's like a cat
0: yeah it's a cat the size of a bear um, so is it like a lion
1: on it's on its hind leg? There's a lion just yeah. balancing on its hind leg, just walking like a person. There's just <laughs> yeah.
0: furries. Yeah. So there's so, so they're not. You're a little furry. bit unnerved because you're oh, like, oh, these Oh, okay. Maybe yeah. they're people in fursuits. Maybe, but
1: maybe they're just actually lions standing on their back legs. You don't know. It's kind of chaotic.
0: It's a little bit chaotic, <laughs> and you're kind of walking faster now. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you're a little bit more worried about what you're seeing.
1: Then they're yeah. just animals with knives, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Lots of
1: different knives. Some of them have swords. Yeah, and they haven't noticed you yet. Oh,
0: no, And no, that's no. somehow There's like
1: sword play
0: going on yeah. the
1: other side of you. It was well as like a bear and a gazelle sort of fighting.
0: And that's worrying. And the fact that they haven't seen you yet is also worrying, because when they see you, how are they going to react? And then one of them sees you. And then you just have to fucking bolt. Yeah, you're just running, and you're not even sure if the animals are chasing you, because you don't want to look that much like Orpheus. And then Orpheus is there! <laughs>
1: And, like, the, the hall is just
0: dissolving behind you. Yeah, and you
1: <laughs> to fucking, like, take off. Yeah, and, like, can you even see the end of this hall yet? Like, it's kind of stretching in front of you. The throne is getting further and further. Is he even there? Is the Mountain King present?
0: You see the door on the other side. You're seeing the door on the other side. You're running towards it, and you open the door.
1: okay cool uh that's the end of the hall of the mountain king because i guess after that is the throne of the mountain king but there Which wasn't there's, a, there's there wasn't no a sequel there, yeah there's no song unfortunately for that. there was no sequel so, so it's I, I mean,
0: impossible to know it's really, really
1: impossible anyways i that's think a we weird can probably
0: haul. infer that he might be a furry <laughs>
1: The hall. What? Okay. What is the, the mountain hall king? The- what? Is it like a mountain goat? This is where the mountain goats g- are. This yeah.
0: is his. His. This is where both the animal, the mountain goats, and the band, the mountain goats, comes from.
1: <laughs> the mountain king is actually just the lead singer of the hall of the mountain goats. The hall of the mountain goats is <laughs>
0: that's my new band, <laughs> and that's a sick band name.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: That was fun. Thank you for that. Thanks
1: more taking us down the hall
0: i'm gonna say preemptively good job on the editing on that one Clint.
1: thanks i did such a good job
0: it's time for you to give me your finale craving well i guess since we've gotten yeah, through your addiction i've and i guess i have time to share <laughs> i have also
1: struggled with craving addiction because i often crave For the bad drivers to get good. I often crave. Uh, I see. For human drivers to get good. Because, you know, all human drivers are bad at driving. Uh Uh-huh. Period. End of thing. And. Uh, sorry. All
0: human drivers?
1: There are other bad drivers that are not human. Okay. Uh, And there are. But there are no good human drivers. Yeah. There is no human driver that has ever driven good forever. Including myself. I just crave whenever someone does a thing and it's like, wow, you shouldn't be driving. And I just think, you know what? No one should be driving.
0: <laughs> drive- yeah. yeah. Driving should not be a thing. H- humans bad at
1: moving big thing.
0: So how are we made? Is it, wh- how we so, making
1: sure that people drive good?
0: This is going to sound like a weird segue, but stay with me here. <laughs> the only reality show I've ever liked was <laughs> Canada's worst driver. Oh my God. Which I watched many years ago when it was like on. I don't think it's on anymore anymore. But I loved that show. I, I had a great time watching it. Of course, I did not drive. How bad wasn't. were they?
1: I've never watched so,
0: it. So, the setup for Canada's Worst Driver is they bring together, like, all these bad drivers. An usually elite the squad eight. of bad drivers. Yeah, usually, like, eight <laughs> drivers. And then, like, every episode, they eliminate a driver who's good. Oh, <laughs> who's damn. Like, Please, GG. You want to get eliminated. Oh. Your goal is to get eliminated. They That's so to- good. What a good concept. It's so good. They also did Canada's Worst Handyman after after that, which is a similar thing, but it with- sounds like yeah, a right? bigger disaster. Well, so I'm just gonna fix the city's piping. Yeah, no, not quite There's that. There's a
1: really important event
0: coming up. It's just, more like it's more like around the house stuff. Okay. But Canada's Worst Driver, there was like a couple of moments. One in particular I remember where people actually improved at driving. It was mostly people only a few moments? Well, people did improve at driving. That was the whole thing. Was like they would they it would kind like of help people improve at driving. But yeah. there was one person I remember he got like good at driving. The final thing that they do on Canada's Worst Driver every season is they take the the top three worst drivers (laughs) and they take them out to the streets of montreal and have them drive and that season they kept this guy on not because he was the worst of the worst but because they felt like they could actually help him improve and like become (laughs) a good driver and he did the last episode of the show is him just like having a fine old time driving in montreal if we're going to teach people how to be better drivers why not monetize it why it's already been done but this time we're gonna do it as another reality show
1: what's the reality show so as far as i got so <laughs> what if it's an unreality show
0: what do you, okay <laughs> I had I had another idea, and I like the unreality. Let's explore that. But I was thinking, what about a driving anime that teaches people how to drive? Oh my god! People like anime, right? People love anime. One of my friends was showing me Free, the swimming anime. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I have watched Free with the same friend. What if it was a driving anime, and as it was showing you all the, I guess, hot boys? Probably, I think that the men in Free are supposed to be hot. But so it's like showing you all these hot boys, but it's also teaching you how to drive all right, cool. I like What's the this. unreality show? I didn't get that far. <laughs> <laughs> anime is sort of unreality. Yeah,
1: it kind of is. So I think we've kind of reached the same
0: destination. So it's the driving anime.
1: It's the driving anime. And so like, I think it's a driving school anime, right? Yeah. But it's like, it has to be like the trope of like, I don't know, there's like a competition coming up and they're really bad, but they have to come together, like win this. It's like, all right, welcome to driving school 101. We're going to teach you how to do this stuff. But like most of the anime isn't cool car tricks. That's like 10% of the anime. 90% of the anime is genuinely learning about how to drive.
0: How long do you think people will watch Hot Boys take notes? (laughs)
1: <laughs> Pretty long.
0: Yeah, so it can be a lot of, like, the teachers teaching. And you're I mean, just the teacher's also these...
1: probably a hot... Well, no, you always have to have your, like, hot teacher in yeah, so anime.
0: That's kind yeah, of Yeah, so that's how it thing. works. It's a lot of shots of the boys taking notes and, like, looking at each other. Making eye contact. Making eye contact and taking notes. And Daydreaming it's all... about driving together. Yeah, yeah. Going on drives together. Going on drives together
1: where they oh. repeat
0: the things that they've learned. Yes. They're, like... One of them yells like, remember, put on your signal. (laughs) Stuff like that. And it's like, oh, you didn't signal. Oh, no, we're heading towards this (laughs) thing. And it's like, it's like. This is plot relevant. (laughs) (laughs) There's lots of things where it's like these unsafe driving practices have gotten these boys into a bad situation. You better not do these unsafe driving things. God. And then
1: so, like, my favorite thing about going back to, like, uh, sports animes in general, there's usually, like, a trainer who's really good. What if it's not just a teacher? What if it's, like, a professional... Now, I don't want to say that NASCAR drivers are good because, like I said, all human drivers are bad. But among people who are confident in a car, if you're a human, if you're a bad driver, a good... I just want to make this clear. Yeah. These drivers, these anime boys, aren't gonna be good drivers. They will be better drivers. No one can ever be a good driver. No who's human. A human.
0: I guess they're not human. They are anime. <laughs> 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 we can drive that point home by having them have like cat ears or something. Oh my god. Oh my god! <laughs> yes. <laughs> cat- yes. I I'm actually invested in this now. Catboy's driving school. Catboy Academy. Catboy Driving Academy. Uh, Catboy's in hot cars. Catboy's in hot cars. Yeah, this is extremely good. There's gotta be... Know that my knowledge of anime comes from like two <laughs> animes I've seen. One of us is free. And in free, there's a character who's like an edgy, was once friends with the group, but isn't anymore. So like, is there a character like that here? Someone who goes to a rival. Driving school. It's the dog boy. Dog boy who goes through a rival driving school. And
1: I think they make an exception because the dog boy never wanted to be a dog. The dog boy wanted to be a cat boy. <laughs> you know, t- like, but they were like teenage adolescents. There's whole drama there. Yeah. They explore that. But finally the dog boy gets accepted in the cat boy academy. Cat boy and hot car academy. And you know, maybe dog boy ears, cat boy tail. It's like that's the resolution. Gets a cat boy tail.
0: How did the You suggested catboys. You suggested catboys. You're right. right. And he's like a really good driver. And they have to learn to drive to like get to his level.
1: The teacher, the NASCAR driver, teacher, catboy, teacher, adult, uh, (laughs) is like using this dog boy as like the perfect example this is how you should drive this is not a human Uh this is an anime and actually says the words this is an anime in like a gritty tone this is you are not people you will drive well
0: this is an anime
1: holy shit the teacher does have a like a gritty army voice where it's like and we're gonna do some fucking push-ups
0: how, this is an anime. How will that help with the driving? You're going to need your arm strength when you've got to <laughs> drive real good. And then, of course, the final competition is them driving around some sort of course as inspired by Canada's Worst Driver courses, oh my God. which are excellent. And
1: they're cats. Instead of cones, they have to drive around cats.
0: No. Because it's a cat's No, boy because and the thing that I'm saying is one Academy. of them has to fail at some point
1: oh that's, and that's the drama of it and like almost gonna hit the cat and suddenly dog boy oh. leaps in the way and saves the cat it's like you almost just killed the cat and
0: it's the whole thing this is anime it's <laughs> dramatic or and out at the end of an episode it's like you see the person make the mistake and they're going right for the cat and then the yeah. episode ends Oh, wow. And then it's the next episode and it's like, he dives in. Come on. We don't have to do the
1: Netflix thing of like, what will happen? Just kidding. We'll resolve that in like the first five minutes. Yes, we we do. Okay. All right. This is
0: real TV. This
1: is real TV. This is real anime. Well,
0: This is anime. We'll get Netflix to produce it.
1: Thank you, Netflix, for funding. For
0: funding Catboys and Hot Cars. Watch
1: out for Catboys and Hot Car Academy. A Netflix original coming 2022.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They need a little bit. Thank you so much. Is it is yeah. that hard? How work? do you want to pay? Oh, um, I thought it was free.
1: This is a therapy. I am a. I am a therapy. Oh, I am doing a therapy. I do not. I expect I money. Thought, is Be- it not
0: covered under my is,
1: insurance? This is you don't have insurance. This is a therapy. Insurance isn't covered by a therapy.
0: You're right. It is Wait. super duper not. <laughs> Um, So will you be paying by Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Salt Cravings? um, Can I pay you at submissions at saltcravings.com by submitting a craving? We only take Patreon donations
1: of (laughs) one (laughs) dollar. Sorry. Or if you can't really pay, then I guess you could leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher, or I guess anywhere that accepts ratings. I suppose I'll accept that.
0: Yeah. Okay. I I I guess I'll just you know I'll give a dollar on Patreon for this excellent service you've provided me. Thank you so much for seeing me. When are you coming back next?
1: You still have addictions to cravings. Yeah. You
0: don't. You don't cure addiction like yes. (laughs)
1: That's not. So what you're saying is, I'll see you soon.